More music, more music, less drama, less drama. Freshest, freshest FM, FM. freshest FM. You tune into the Freshest Podcast. I'm your co-host Malik G. Joined by my co-host. Introduce yourselves. What's up, you Mango and Miles? One and only DJ Louis OG. All right, let's get to it, uh, gentlemen. How's everyone doing this this, this afternoon? I, I'm very disappointed right now. Why? I went to go see the new Fast and the Furious spinoff this weekend. And whoo, it was nothing like the original. I heard good things. Well, I mean, I right. know that though. I mean, granted, it's a, it's a, it's a you fun. You jump right in, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, bro. You don't understand. It, it, it broke my heart. I didn't. It, it broke oh, my heart. It, it couldn't have been that bad. It, it, it couldn't, because here's the thing. If if you watch it as just a movie outside of the franchise, you know, no connection to the last eight films. You know, if you just think about just it's a rock movie, Jason Statham, you know. You can enjoy the movie. It's good, fun, summer blockbuster, popcorn flick, you know, dumb action, very simple, very easy to digest, a lot of effects and, you know, explosions and, you know. What has come to the, what you yeah, know yeah, exactly what you expect from a Hollywood blockbuster. Exactly what you expect, you know. Other, you know, I give it the credit where the credit is due. It's, it's, it gives you all what you expect. The problem is that it's supposed to be a Fast and the Furious spinoff. Like, you know how Rogue One was a great spinoff to to Star Wars? You know, it, it connected the prequels and, and the original ones. It still felt like a Star Wars movie. Yes, it still felt like a Star Wars movie. You know, you knew you would still watch the Star Wars without seeing any of the characters, you know? You know, or a Lion King one and a half. You know, I doesn't even if we go that animated, but you know that one still felt part of the story. This film feels like it has nothing to do with the franchise at all. They go into a science fiction realm this time. They don't stick to you know the regular. You know, don't, of course we already know it's not about car racing no more. We already know it's, it's not about heists any, anymore. But now it's a sci-fi fiction, well, sci-fi, science fiction film. Well, well can, can I tell you where that where I felt that? Like already, I feel like you shouldn't. You should already like expect that because these movies, I guess, essentially like jump the shark or whatever the term is, mm-hmm. or jump the submarine. Yeah, jump the submarine <laughs> or whatever the fuck they're jumping now because they jump over something in a new. Yeah, movie. but at least they were still dealing with cars. Nah, but like after like in part six to me, like after five when they went to six and they just started doing all this like crazy insane like you would absolutely die physics doesn't matter shit yeah that's how i felt about like i accepted the movie like now after like some time i've accepted those movies but Mm -hmm. like i gave up on like i gave up on the fact of like okay this is a fast and the furious movie i'm going in to see movies about car racing and 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 uh realistic heist and respect and family and these themes i gave up on that shit like four movies ago right. so when I saw the trailer I mean you still have those themes in this film there's still themes of family but the thing is it's like they're making up everything as they go along Cause now Charles have a lot of new family members that we were introduced they've been before. making things up you know, you know The Rock got new family members they recast who his daughter is the amount of cameos in this film is literally was, it was way too distracting for this film the amount of cameos to re- here's the thing they brought in new people and brought nobody back from the original films and that was one of the issues I had with this movie well it's a spin-off I know it's a spin-off but at least sometimes there's a mention of another character that we're, we're, we know of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even in the, the, the way the film ends, there's like four end credits. And you think, okay, maybe one of these end credits is going to connect it to the other parts of the franchise. You know, maybe it's going to give us a sneak peek to Fast and the Furious 9, right? Nope. Just more of the cameos we saw earlier. You know what? You know what? Uh, you get what you deserve for fucking going to see this shit. <laughs> to me, it's like, yo, yo, it's just using the name. It's, that's all it is. That's all that's it is. All Fast and Furious. Because it has I'm, nothing to do with. Because you know, my because my biggest question when I heard the title because the title is Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs. I was like, there. Once I saw like read the title, I was like, they could have just called this movie Hobbs and Shaw and just let it be it. I was like, no, they wanted to attach it so people know. Yeah. Oh, these are those guys from the Fast and Furious yeah. movies. Purely. Which, purely. in my personally, in my opinion, that was definitely like an executive decision somewhere. You didn't need to. You got two big bankable. You got The Rock and you got Jason Statham, two like Hollywood's you, biggest. You can act- call it something else. No, you could have just gave those names and just like those actors are going to bring people into what the happened. That's what I said. You but yeah, you could have just But the thing, the thing is, Vin Diesel and The Rock started clashing a lot on set to the point where they were like, we need to keep these guys separate at all times to the point they gave them two separate parts of the franchise. And it was like, because they saw in Fast 7 and 8 the chemistry between The Rock and Jason. It was like, oh, we can keep this going for 90 minutes. We can do this without the full cast. We don't have to pay all eight, nine actors. We can just keep these nah, two. Nah, nah, nah. I'm telling you, 
I read the I read an article from the from I read. I'm telling. You, I had to do so much research after seeing this movie because I wanted to know what happened, which what what went wrong. And I'm telling. You, one of the early things that went wrong was what to call it. They you know during the shooting of seven, most specifically the prison scene, the prison the prison scene with Derrick and Jason. They saw that scene and it was like we can keep this going for ninety minutes. And that no, was no, I, no, I I I believe that part. I, what I also what I was saying with that. I think all that extra like backstory just sounds great for articles. I think what it is is just they looked at who they had. They're like, because The Rock has blown up mm-hmm. over the last decade or so. Especially since five. As far as like, yeah, as, as far as since when five. they brought him in in five, that really changed the landscape. And like, oh shit, we got The Rock. The Rock is one of the biggest action stars, if not the act like today's action star. Yeah. So hell yeah, we're gonna give him his own friend. He can draw people in alone. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so yeah, yeah. He he's he can. That's what that was. That's by what himself, that was. he's he's that. Yeah, by, yeah, this by movie is definitely a rock film, and I think that's what the world was so distracting. Like I had to see it twice just because the second time I had to think of, and not think of anything about Fast and the Furious to try to see if I can enjoy it. I think your problem is that that they put Fast and the Furious in. The time. Yes, very much so. Very but much so. The Fast and the Furious has been has. Stop being Fast and the Furious. I know, but in my, in my opinion, for the last like five movies, a perfect sentence three. But here's the thing: three was a perfect spinoff. Three is the perfect spinoff to Fast and the Furious. I personally like Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift is the, the third one. That was a spinoff. Yeah, yeah, I like Tokyo Drift. That was the perfect that's, spinoff. That's, that's and why even, I said three. Three. After is, that, it ain't about that. If shit they anymore. went the route, the after same. that, it's not even about that anymore. You know, it's, it's purely. You know what? This is not a, a, a movie franchise. It's a series, a television series. You can play that shit, yo. Uh, when you get that nine, mm-hmm. when has that nine? Yeah, story story went out the window a long time ago. And because because the, the only thing else you can c- compare to that is like uh, uh, Jason and uh, the, the I mean, Michael. Yeah, yeah Michael Myers. Yeah, it's how like many, what? How many versions of that shit? Right. Yeah. Because what I heard that they do now, and I don't know. I hear that they plan out the action sequences first. And then they write a story around them. They'll do for Mission so, Impossible. So they'll be like, "All right, so they literally start with, all right, Let's we need blow up shit here. Yeah, Let's we need four. We need four set pieces in this movie. Now let's fill all the in between in with story. And that's how. You, and now you can see it because like when you hear oh, some, telling, when you hear some of the writing and some of the dialogue, it's like someone's writing. No one's writing. You can't be writing this. They must be coming up with this stuff on set. Like it this, feels like it. Definitely in this movie, it feels like it a lot. Like uh, as far as just like the actual dialogue, like uh, I think it was seven when when Jason Statham showed up, it had some of the most cringeworthy dialogue ever. Because <laughs> and you're just like, okay, yeah, these movies a long time ago gave up the yeah. fact of just. But you know what? Listen, listen, they couldn't get a quarter out of me. Right. To, to, to drag me to go. And my, the, the last thing I want to say why I, I didn't like this film before we get off of the subject is. Once I realized this franchise has a problem with taking, they'll take big names to play the villains and then try to turn them to good guys at the, by the middle or end of the story. Because they want to use them again. Right. Yeah. And that's, and then, you know, it, 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 villains you got to kill. Right. You got to get rid of them. And it's like, watching this film, it's just like these two characters were technically at one point people we were not rooting for. And you know, and because at one point The Rock was chasing Vin Diesel and the rest of Don's family. You know, Jason was trying to kill the rest of Don's family. You know, and now. Not only are they part of their family, but now they got their own friend. You know, now they're building their own franchise within the franchise. You know what I mean? Can't fuck with you. It's, it's just can't, too much. Can't fuck with you. It's just too much. Uh, but I, I still want to go see Fast Nine, and they have a, another spinoff coming out with uh, Letty and the other girls. So, I, I saw. At least that's in the family. I saw the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw, and I was like, "Oh, this movie looks stupid. <laughs> like Very really stupid. St- stupid, dumb, crazy action, and just like stuff that just made this super people." Yeah, it's yeah. a superhero movie it's exactly, like, without actually calling the director, the guy who directed this film, that, go, that doesn't work. The like, guy who directed a superhero movie put capes on people. Uh, the guy, that's the actual the main thing that the director was trying to do. He was trying to do a superhero movie without capes. That was his whole goal. You got, you got the Rock jumping out of a sixty-story a building, falling with no parachute, grabbing onto a guy, shooting another guy, and then landing on a car <laughs> and, and living and, and without a scratch on him. And, oh, and then he goes. So, but like once I that. saw that, I'm like, all right, if I do go to pay and see this movie. None of that stuff can bother me. I, I saw it already. I, it's not like I walked in and was like, oh, this looks like it's going to be a realistic take, and I go in and they're doing something. I, I, see, I get you guys. I get you guys. You guys, you, 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 you just want a date night. You want some shit to do. <laughs> that's, that's why you go see crap like this. The thing is, you know, I, would I, expect, I was It's hoping, date night shit, right, Malik? It, it, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I, 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 Popcorn. 
Yeah, I, I mean, enjoy going for to me, movies. it's not about date night. I don't, I don't really take dates to the movie. It's for because I have this book called Writing Screenplays That Sell, and this guy is like one of the top screen read. Like he write, works on almost every script in Hollywood. The Will Smith top guy and everything. And his he always recommends that you got to see at least two brand new movies every week. You know, they're still understanding what's you know what's the trend, what's selling right now, what they're producing right now, what's being greenlit. You know, what you know what are the audience are receptive to. You're supposed to see every new movie. You know, at least twice a week. And, and this guy, this is this guy's theory. Theory, yeah, but this guy's making money. This, you know, this guy's one of the top, um, what do you call it? What do you call it? I, I forgot the name of the term. Uh, but, um, script doctor. He's a script doctor. You know, every time somebody, you know, have a script and then not, you know, every time the studio not sure if a script is good, they send it to this guy. He goes ahead and, you know, do whatever work to it, give it back to the studio. It's like, all right, you're missing A, B, C. This, you know, your act two is weak, this and that. You know, and he's, he said in the book, you must see brand new movies every single week to see what's going on. So that's the reason why I'll go see a movie once and twice, not just, for, you know, just to see the movie itself, but to see how the audience react to it, see how much they enjoyed it, what, you know, what, you know, especially this movie, you can see how conflicted the audience was in this one. You can see the people throw their hands in the air, like, come on, we're going to do this, especially the cameos. Spoiler alert, I'm going to give you guys some cameos right now that you're, that you're going to see this movie. At one point, Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart shows up in the film, and it's just so misplaced, like, wait. What movie we watch? Is this Jumanji now? Like, what, what movie is this? Wait, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Kevin Hartson? Kevin Hartson and Ryan Reynolds. Okay. They're both in And Pat and um, Hoffman Shaw. Oh, spoiler alert. I did say spoiler alert. Oh. You know, but it just feels like an MTV Movie Award parody of an action movie at the end of the day. I don't know. I think, I, granted, I didn't see the movie, but the trailers have already given me a feel of like, all right, you kind of know what kind of movie you're walking into. Once you do that, you can... You can't complain. It's like the reason why I didn't go see The Lion King was because I saw the trailers and I was like, oh, I don't like that about the movie or like, I don't like what I'm seeing. So if I do agree to go into the movie knowing that that thing is in there, I can't walk out and be like, oh, I hate it. Like you kind of knew what you were getting. You know what I mean? Like you kind of knew. Yeah, but sometimes you can see a bad trailer and then thought with watching a good movie. No, no, but like, if your reason for like going into something and it's like you watching that trailer, you knew that okay, this is not Fast and Furious. I mean, I, but I know, but the thing is, I was trying to in the first in the first the thing is in the wait, first uh, in the first trailer, uh, you see Idris Elba get like call himself the Black Superman and that he's bulletproof. In what in what other Fast and the Furious movie has there ever been a bulletproof person? Yeah, yeah. But like his bulletproof but the skin. Thing is, not like wearing a bulletproof vest. He has but bulletproof But the thing skin. is, because Fast 9 is coming out next year. Oh, stop it. I stop wanted, it. That's it. Stop it. I, I, trying mean, to I don't want to hear Fast 9. I don't, we're going to go to Fast fucking 20. <laughs> At this point, definitely. Come on, it should have I just want to see if this story was going to connect. Make a movie. Let it have, yo, if anything, another sequel. That's it. I'm tired of like 20 fucking movies. They got two playing, 9 and 10. They're shooting it back to back. Jesus Christ. And then hopefully that's where it'll stop. No, because then they get the, the next spin off with Letty and them. I can't take it, but can we move on? Sure. Um, Fucking Fast and Furious. Congratulations to um, ASAP Rocky on, you know, coming home. Welcome He's home. After spending almost a month in in a Sweden jail. In a Swede jail? Swiss jail? No, a Swiss one. Sweden. I think he was being made an example of. Yeah. This is, what, this, was, this is how you treat a, uh, a rapper. <laughs> no, that's how you treat an American. So, no, this America's over in Switzerland all day long. This was Sweden, about being Sweden. Sweden. This was about being a rapper. You know, I was, somebody, funny, I was, somebody notable. I was I was uh, telling someone the other day. I'm like, imagine you're the prime. I don't know if they have a Sweden has a prime minister or a president who their leader is. Mm. I, I can only imagine you're sitting in your in your uh, in your office. You're dealing with the economy. Uh, you're dealing with uh, and, and then you have you're dealing with you're dealing with political issues. You're dealing with other countries and, and your borders and, and and everything else. And you get a call from Trump, and it's like, hey, you have you, a, you, you, have, you have a rapper of ours. You need to let him go. <laughs> and I understand if the guy's like, who? <laughs> you call me a rapper? He's <laughs> like, ASAP. Who? Yeah, he might not know who ASAP Rocky is. Why would he? He's in his fucking cocoon somewhere. I just find it interesting how they start treating him like a political prisoner. Yeah, where like, who was treating them like the the, the media? Oh. Like, like we got we, we got to do something. This is insane. No, nah, it wasn't that serious. Not, it wasn't that serious unless you're ASAP. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, of course, if it was anybody else, nobody would have oh, made yeah, nobody would have done Hey, yo, he went over there, had a brawl, got arrested. You know, and, and that's the extent of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not that you know he didn't murder somebody. You know, it wasn't that critical. It was a street fight. Yeah, he he didn't try to smuggle. Uh, 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 10 keys 
mm. you know, out of the, uh, a Switzerland and got caught, you know, shit like that. Mm. Uh, Wisha McCullough was uh, there on a much more serious offense. Mm. Well, not there, but in, um, uh, what's, my, what's my man's name? Uh, Freddie Gibbs, when he got in trouble overseas, because he was in, I think, Aust- it was either Austria or Australia. I can't remember which one. But he was there on a sexual assault charge. Oh, Some woman uh, apparently like had a dream that he assaulted her, and she brought that to the police, and they had and they held him in jail. And he was for a dream. Day. Yeah. Wow. On a dream, and he Damn, was, you could get arrested on a dream. Yeah, and he was like, "That was crazy," and that was scary because like he had felt, and there was no, and he's Freddie Gibbs is not Aesir Rock. So. Yo, that's my worst nightmare traveling, you know, to you know, some of these fucking foreign countries. Uh, you don't know what you're up against. Yeah. Well, that's well, what I was saying. Um, was I feel like when you go to another country. Uh, anything that happens between you and a citizen, the government's always gonna, or the law is always gonna act in the citizen's favor. No, should that, that's not. It's not. It's, it's not. I didn't say that's how it should work. I said that I think that's how it is. You know, I think that if you're talking, so about, you're saying in the case of ASAP, right? I, I think where you have a, he, uh, the, 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 where the guys are provoking him or whatever, and he assaults the them, then it's like, and the cop, when the time for the cops show, like, oh, they're listening to maybe they're listening to the citizens first. Compared to this tourist, or to, compared to this visitor, I think it's the same thing in America. I think. Oh, you you roll up with. Uh, uh, I think I think if I think if we while driving black and you you get into a confrontation with some some white person or like, or even or even like if I'm with some you know some people that are uh, here on vacation or, or some someone that's not from this country and I get into it even and it's no and it's not and it doesn't work and I'm saying it doesn't work I'm saying and I'm saying is when it's time for the cops to show up and ask what happened or whatever i speak the language i know I'm, I'm a citizen or i can tell them anything i'm just saying that the cops might side more with the citizen yeah, compared if, to they, if they don't speak english you're saying or regardless no it's not regardless it's i'm not, saying that it's not regardless. They play favorites it's not yeah regardless. I, I definitely think that the law will play favorites no it is the, the law plays favorites now with, with within its within its own citizens how could they yeah not? yeah within its own citizens like i like i was the example i was making you know I remember, uh, what the hell was it? I, uh, I got into a car accident, and um, the fucking guy clearly was on his phone, uh, didn't realize his truck was in neutral, whatever, it backed right in and smashed my hole, and he claimed I hit him. Oh, shit. The white cop comes there, and who does he side with? The motherfucker. Uh, so if an American cop pulls up on a confrontation between, or an altercation between an American and... Uh, uh, someone, a Hispanic person, or uh, a European, or or a Russian, or whoever, isn't there a possibility that the cop can side with the American? No. Why not? I'm not saying there's always a possibility That's of anything. What, I'm just there's saying there's always I, a possibility of anything. I'm, I, what I'm saying is that you know what I'm saying. If you come across certain situations where it's like, okay, you know what, uh, uh, you have a white cop, uh, black person. Uh, I mean, uh, a, a black victim, white victim. Chances are he's going to, you know, automatically. Well, let's also not forget that you know, Eastside Rocky's black. These guys were white. If that's if you're talking about race, then you can also talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So well, he's a black outsider. That's even worse. He's got two strikes against him. You got a point there. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's glad it's good, it's good that he's home. Uh, uh, Trump made a bad pun. It's like it's been a rocky week. <laughs> he said that. And he kept home ASAP. He said that too. He used the wrong ASAP. No, he, he didn't. He, no. he did. No, he, used the wrong, he, he was supposed to say get ASAP with the dollar sign home ASAP. Regular ASAP. Because ASAP with the dollar sign is ASAP Rocky. He used the, he, he used well, the you think way. he knows? No, he don't know. He should know. He's he making Rocky puns. He knows fucking know. That shit was. Well, first of all, it's his ASAP, writer. His ASAP. writer should know. Was this a tweet or? Yeah, it's a tweet. tweet. You, are you telling me Trump don't tweet his own tweets? I doubt it. No, no get no, out of no, here. This man is tweeting. He, he's tweeting his own tweets. He's what tweeting. What are you talking about? That's the reason why he's getting away saying all that yeah. shit. There's a lot of shit that you don't know. Ain't nobody who could be paid a tweet and saying the shit he's saying. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. No. no. You don't think no. you, can, you no. can get paid? You don't think you, someone can get paid to say that? No. No, tweet this for me. No. The, the, way, Donald treat, the way Donald treat, he treats like a troll. He tweets like a troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he tweets. He tweets. If you look up at how many tweets he's done since he's been in office, he, he, sh- shit, even before office, like that's just that he been tweeting. Whether, all right, whether he's physically typing it or not, he could just have someone. Hey, come over with a bit. Come over with a, with a, with an ASAP pun for me, please. And then he writes it. 
hey, right, it's been a rocky week. People love that shit. That happens all the time. Why not just do it your goddamn self? What are you talking about? Someone can just be like, hey, I'm about to tweet. What should I say? I'll say this. Donald Trump was tweeting it. I didn't say that. in the morning. I'm just really? sitting around people like, yo, what do I need to tweet? Like, right? Like, I don't feel it's that. It's on a toilet bowl. All right. <laughs> shit. I think that he's probably got someone that's been there. Like, hey, tell him it's been a rocky week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. I don't know. I, I, maybe I just don't think Donald, no, Donald you're Trump wrong. is that clever. You're wrong. <laughs> but that's me. Definitely wrong. But well, welcome home, ASAP. You made it back. Well, you still got to go to court, but... Congratulations! You well, you got to take a, a, another trip back out, go to court. I had to stay I, for the trial. So <laughs> after that, now nah. no, I get out of jail to stay there. Right. What the hell, I'm gonna fly away home and then got to go fly back over there for? Sure, right. That you know what I mean? Then they like, yeah, nah, we decided we're gonna keep you. Be <laughs> 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 like, yo, I didn't come it's back. Fine, but they can do that. They can do that. Yeah, I'm getting out that country. Yeah, well, you, you, know, know, you don't have to go and get. I'm not me. coming back. I mean, I'm not coming back. I think he said he wasn't coming back. I don't know if that's under his control or not, but. Well, if he got to go to court, he got to come back. I don't know. Unless he just decides, okay, I'm, f- I'm fleeting. I'm not coming back. Coming back. And you never be able to go over there ever again. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> I think he's not going to go there <laughs> ever again. Yeah, anyway. well, there's plenty of countries. <laughs> I ain't going back. Fuck y'all. 60,000 countries. Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, Chance the Rapper released his album last week. Yeah, it was last week. Um, titled The Big Day. It's a sprawling 22 tracks. Um, and it has everyone on there from En Vogue to SWV to Nicki Minaj to Lil Durk. I didn't hear En Vogue. I didn't hear SWV. Yeah, they're, they're on there. Uh, I wasn't paying attention to that. To the baby, to Megan Thee Stallion. You know, um, it's a pretty lengthy album. It's about like an hour and a I did hear minutes. Nicki on two songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm surprised that I was like looking up some reviews and like just like watching some videos on YouTube. You know, people didn't feel the way that I felt about this album. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good album. I thought it was a... Well, you played it for me. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it as well. I thought it was a very diverse album. Those two songs sounded the same. Um, I liked his rapping on there. People who were, uh, were not feeling the same way as us. Uh, Anthony Fantano gave him a hard zero. Oh, no. Out of 10, which I think is really harsh. That's I think giving someone a zero is harsh. You know how I feel when it comes But giving someone a zero is harsh. Harsh in that any regard. That, that's that's to me saying like your album. You is know what? That, that that comes that comes from anybody who who's not creative. If you never created anything in your life, mm-hmm. you can come out and say shit like that. Right. Take some time because even if I'm on studio, work for two years, you know, go create a film, go do something, and then you you see how you feel. You know, giving mm-hmm. something a goddamn zero. Because I can even you know because there's albums that I've listened to or there's things that I've watched that I don't necessarily like or agree with. And I'd still say like, okay, this isn't for me. Uh, if I were to rate it, I'd give it like a, a two out of five or a one or I won't give something a zero. Yo, there's no way that fucking album's a zero. No, right? not at all. Not at all. It not would have to all. be to me a zero is like inaudible. Like you can't, yeah, you listen, can't listen to it. To it right? You can't listen to it. That goddamn yo, that's a fucking good album. For 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 twenty two some song some songs that was on there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not I, not once that I was like, yo, turn the shit off. Right. You know what I mean? Mm, turn right. shit off. But then, then again, you know, you, you're talking about maybe somebody who has some substance of fucking hearing music, you know what I'm saying, who plays it for other people, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and watch other people enjoy music, you know what I'm saying? You could easily just be a fucking critic and just, yo, know, I'm a trash or, or I'm going to say what the fuck I feel about something. Like, right. you know, and at the end of the day, you don't have a, 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 any, sun, any sense of like what it is to go in and create. Mm-hmm. Or you don't do anything that. Uh, 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 that, that requires that, that type of discipline, a hard work. No, not that. Now I'm just saying. If it, the thing about the thing about music is, um, when you when you play music, when you play music, when you DJ, mm-hmm. um, you have to pick songs that are going you know entertain people. Right. People are going to you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of got to have a sense of like, okay, you know what? Oh, this is this works. You know what I mean. So it's not just purely critical right you know you know okay yeah now nah, this sounds nice you know right you can pick singles you can pick those type of things you know what I'm saying but that comes that comes with that but if you're just a pure critic you don't get it you don't yeah sometimes you don't get it uh, I heard not all that I heard or maybe the first four tracks you know 
out of the first four tracks, mm-hmm. I like two of them. You know, I just didn't have the time to listen to the rest. So, but I already know from the way it was going that I know I was going to like the album. You know, not every song bumps, but you know, it's positive stuff. You know, it's like you know, it's a change of pace. It's not wrong with that. You know what I mean? I think what it is, people, you know, expected him to go more commercial, and I'm like, oh no, I he was, and he was, was, he, 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 it is commercial. You know, you know, like the one he was like, you know, a side chick can't dance like this. You know, like, you know, I feel like. It, you know, it was his version of a, what a commercial. It's the chance to rap a commercial album. You know what I mean? Well, I think chance at this chance at this point is a is a is a pop star. He's a, he's a he's a pop he's a popular artist. He's a he's a he's a pop artist. Right. So I don't me like me knowing that and seeing like how his last album went and then seeing like his public image and seeing like he does Kit Kat he does Kit Kat commercials. He does commercials with the, with Backstreet Boys. He wants, Rito, yeah. he wants to be a, he wants to become a household name. So having all that stuff in my head, when I listen to this album and I hear the music, that's the stuff I hear. I hear, you know, it's not to say like he's making like Britney Spears music, but he's making he's making. Uh, what? Well, you know, Will Smith. Like, I think that. I think that's why I didn't have a problem when I heard commercial. commercial yeah, he's making he's making commercial viable music. That's that, what I that, heard. That is that that is supposed to be played on the radio and that can be played in on yeah, commercials exactly. and stuff exactly. like that. Yeah, and it's that's and, what in I my, heard. And, it, and in my opinion, it's being done well I don't think like I said I, to, there's nothing on that album and I listened to it again today I've listened to the album like four times I don't really hear where everyone else is complaining and it's like oh and what are the complaints well I guess people are like complaining about that and they get, they, what? They get, what did they say it don't bump I guess people are complaining that he's talking about his wife too much uh but you know all that, that all that stuff is subjective because you know you could talk about your wife twice on an album and people be like oh you talk about your wife too much. <laughs> I think it is you know they're not his demographic. People who are not his demographic aren't liking the music, but they're not his demographic. That's okay. all it is. Okay, so these are people who necessarily didn't listen to him. Right. They 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 were like they 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 hear oh Chance the rapper he's a rapper so I'm gonna see if I hear you know. I like rap. Let me hear Chance the Rapper. They're not, they don't hear the music they like to hear, and now they're complaining about it. Yo, there's too much fucking music out here for you to, yo, you know, at the end of the day. Yo, if this, if if that's not the shit you listen to, mm-hmm. that's not the shit you listen to. Right. There's a whole lot of fucking music. That don't make my music bad. Well, that's why that's you, not the shit you listen to. Well, that's why you typically don't tend to, it's it's difficult when you you claim to, like, listen to a certain genre of music and then one the objective yeah and, and, and review all of it because you're not going it's the reason why I can't sit here and like try to review a, a, a rock album I don't listen to rock music I don't know enough about the genre as a whole to critique what a good rock record supposed gotcha, to sound got gotcha. you and, and, and I think and, I think that's a uh, good, very good argument and, and I think that's you know I, mean? I think that's the problem I think, I think you got a bunch of I'm sorry not to, not to stop you but I, I think you have a bunch of people critiquing the genre, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Who are not fucking from the, the fucking culture? Right. Mm-hmm. They're not from the culture, or, or or the music that they listen to just doesn't mesh with them. So they so they'll trash it. trash it or talk about. It. But it's it's the reason why I wouldn't. I, I can't really speak on. You can't ask me to go to a musical, sit down and watch a musical, and then review it because if I were to review a musical. I probably give every musical that I ever watched probably like a one or two out of five at best because I don't like musicals. You got to sit down and, and ask someone that really loves that that genre or that 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 art that that piece of art to review that. Mm-hmm. And then based off of their experience and what they've known and what they expect and their expectations and you know judging the based and comparing it to the genre as a whole, then you can speak on it. Because I think in in in, in the fact of Flat, flashy, commercially viable hip hop music. This, which Chance was making, he did a good job. Like I put this song up there with like a like when ja, like with ja and, and then was doing in the early two thousands where it was just like very glitzy hip hop music. Like I take, I, I think he I, makes, I, I think he makes music similar listen, to that. Before you played me the album, I came in like, okay, oh man, twenty two songs. Uh, what the fuck, you know. It's too much. Why is he doing so much? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But then we we sat there and we listened to a, an hour's worth of music, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any any problems with anything that he did. It was just like you know, it all flowed. It it, it had continuity. Right. You know what I mean. The, the sounds. The, you know everything. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think, I think, oh, and it, it, never mind, because it wouldn't even matter because you, you stream everything today. I would say I would have maybe broken it into two parts. Maybe to like. You're saying he could have did two albums. Yeah. I, at part 11, A and part B. Yeah, at 11, 11 tracks a piece. Okay. And you would have had each album, each side been about like 35 minutes. But that. But you know, but we like I said, we listen for a yeah, whole yeah, hour. Yeah, we, listen. we listen for a whole hour, yeah. and and I, I was not bothered at all. No, you know what I mean. I was ex- I came in, you know, very critical. And right. Chris Brown's over here making forty five uh, track albums, and no one's complaining. I came in critical, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it felt good. You know what I'm saying? It, I didn't hear the you know stuff that was like poorly done, and, and you know, no, nah. you know, it, it all had good content. Right. Yeah. It's all good content. So you know what? Haters uh, gonna hate. I'm, I'm riding with you, Chance. Fuck them. Right? Haters gonna hate. Yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And watch the album still. Watch the album still do numbers. Well, that's great. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I um, hope they get mud on it. He's he's coming to uh, Madison Square Garden on October eighth. I'm gonna see if I can. I want to go. I think you should go. I want. I want. To, I want to see him perform live, and I've and I've listened to all. His, I listened to all of, all of his albums. So. By by the way, I got the tickets for uh, Future. I thought it was Meek Mill. It's Future and it's Meek Mill's. Future. Oh, yeah, Future, uh, Future. Yeah, Future's opening for Meek Mill. Yeah. Wow. Who's a big artist? Meek Mill or Future? I feel like Meek is bigger now. Uh, yeah, Meek is bigger now. Like Future was on his way up to be a really big artist, but then Meek got you know had that whole political wave behind him now, like the Free Meek movement that made him a, a bigger mm. you know household name. So yeah, don't plan anything. September 11th, I got tickets. I, I was telling people about it. I'm like yeah, I'm going to. Also, while we're still on the subject on music and people getting paid, did y'all hear the story about Lil Nas getting sued, Lil Nas X being sued for Old Town Road? No, I'm not surprised though. He's getting sued from Bobby Caldwell. You know, they got like, what you won't do, yeah. do for love. That guy suing him. Oh, he, he claims that he has uh, that, that, that song in the big, that, dun, dun, nah, dun, his, dun. he claimed that's a sample from one of his songs. Nah. There's no samples there's in there. No, no, that song samples a record, but it's literally just that. So if there's anyone that should be suing him, it should be whoever made compose that original record. You gotta fucking with me. No, right. Bobby Caldwell claimed that with him. Bobby Caldwell. Uh-huh. Song is sampled in old time room. That's what he claiming. Still for twenty five minutes. X X. I don't know anything about this. So what? Lil Nas X sampled. That's what, uh, right now. That's the, what the lawsuit is. I haven't heard anything from Lil Nas X about that. But as of now, the he's okay. Well, that. what would have had that? Uh, uh, I guess uh, happen is um, the uh, the original uh, producer of the beat. Yeah, because he bought the beat from somebody else. Yeah, right. So. He sampled it. Yeah, that's possible. It's, it's possible. possible the kid sampled it and he put it. You know, he put it in there. But I, I you know, I don't know enough about the goddamn record. I, I listen to it and I play it, but I, I haven't even study it. Right. There's too many goddamn remixes to be able to study it. <laughs> is it? Is it the song? Is it the song of the summer? Somewhere, almost a year at this point. Song no, of the year. Not, no, it's not even a year yet. But I know not of it's not a year yet. But the way that the song has surpassed and broke numbers, like it, it topped my my Carey's top songs. Yeah, so I think it's maybe song of the year at this point. Oh, it's going to be. You know? It's going to be. Yeah, I, I, by the time by the time you get the Grammys and all this other stuff, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. There was no category in the Grammys. I just wanted to know what the song of the summer was. It being not song of summer, song of the year. No, what's the song of the summer then? What song has been playing? I think he had that song this year where it was like, oh man. Oh, you have to have a song of the summer. It has to be a song of the summer. The, what, what, what one song you heard all summer? Old Town Road. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. You can yeah, have a song of the summer that's song of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah then I guess Old Town Road gets it. Yeah, because there's no other song this year that really took over the radio. I want to hear side by side of this thing that we're talking about. Oh, speaking of that, travesty. I, yo, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Katy Perry. Katy Perry just got. It was like 30, 30 minutes. They lost it. They lost. She lost the, uh, the lawsuit. She lost the lawsuit to uh, the Christian rap. The Christian. The, yo, that shit is two fucking different songs. Yeah. You cannot. Yo, I don't know what the hell's going on in the courts these yeah. days, man. Yeah, I, I, I really don't. I, I think you got. I think you got judges. And, 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 and jurors that don't know shit about music, and they hear similar I, or I, stuff that 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 will will mix together. Right. Then yo, you can mix shit all day long. But first of all, if you hear the, the what they're talking about, it's like the dance, 
I'm like, oh, you, you're kidding. But but if you, there's so many more layers in in the Katy Katy Perry song. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So many more melodies. You know, how do they make the comparison between the two? Right. Between a couple of notes that happens in the, in the intro of the song. Right. You know what I'm saying? Come on. I'm listening to this shit. I'm like, and then they're like putting this side by side. I'm like, yo, I don't fucking hear it. Right. Because, yeah, there's a dent, 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 and there's a dent, dent, dent. There are two different tempos and, and everything. It, yeah. Completely different. Yeah. You, if, if you start doing this, there ain't a song that can live. Right. Yeah. There's well, not a song that can live today. Well, that, that was my whole thing with the, uh, and this is just based on what I, off the Marvin, off the Marvin Gaye lawsuit, his family suing uh, Robin Thickenham mm -hmm. for for all that money. I to me, uh, okay, if it if it's a similar sound, but did they sample the did they sample the record? Even so much they sample they, they claim a copyright infringement. That means they they took the same idea. It's fucking music. You you can have similar ideas. You're talking about people being creative not anymore. That and that was that was my problem with that whole lawsuit because I was like, when well, you're talking about that people, you can sue people all. Then you can sue people all day. When you're talking about yeah, what, what, when yeah, I'm sitting when I'm sitting yeah, there and what's yeah, popping up in my brain. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah, and that's my argument. That's the same argument I just made a second ago. Because when you put those two songs together, yeah, and the thing and, and, and the scary part about it, like I said, it, you know, now you're talking about songs that blend. Right. You know, tempo-wise or whatever, have similarities. Right. But in a composition, there's so many ways to you know to to change that composition, so it's not the same fucking thing. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's where we were. Now you're gonna try to tell me because there's similarities, you could fucking win a case just based on a similar, and then you can say, yeah, you know, well, because our song was out there, and they heard it. Uh, yeah, okay. But uh, like, yo, if you look at the the, the history of, of music, mm -hmm. uh yeah, people have gotten influences from other things, but they created something else. Right. They created something else. Right. It's influence, yeah. That's like you watch a movie mm -hmm. and you create yo. If you, that was the fact uh Quentin Tarantino would be in jail. Right. He'd be broke. Right. <laughs> All the stuff that he's ripped off and he's put in his movies from other other He'd people. Be left and right. No, you're you're allowed to you're, you're you are allowed to do that's what creativity is sometimes you see something and you're inspired and it, and, and as long as you put your own twist on it and, it and it still feels authentic and it's not the same thing it's, it's not, not a carbon, the same guy and it's not thing. a carbon if, copy if you listen to that guy and we're gonna do that after this after this just just for our sake mm -hmm. let's let's back it up and we're gonna listen and you telling me you hear the same guy I know I heard, I, heard the, I heard the two it's tracks not the it's not the same, same. it's, it's not, not the same. goddamn I'm like who the fuck is sitting on this goddamn case but like, you, but like you but like you said they're getting jury selection is damn near random especially when you're talking about cases like as long as it's not biased what they should be doing in those types of cases I think there should be because they're civil cases and not criminal cases I think they should be treated differently no we have to get in we need make sure that we have engineers on the people who really know fucking music. Because first of all, let's not act like there's like one engineer in every major like populate populated city. No, get an engineer. If you're talking about this big case, get it, get engineers, producers, other musicians, and put them on the jury and let them listen. Yeah, let for them themselves listen, and yeah, deliberate. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it should be. That's what it should that be. Shit and, and, it should be left to fucking and, ordinary and, and have kids. A and, and, and have they a, don't know a goddamn thing. And about have a, and music. have a judge that is literally just mediating the courts. I don't know anything about music. I'm gonna let you guys mediate this, and I will just make sure that whoever's supposed to pay up pays up. Good point. Good point. Because when, that's what I, I I heard the shit. I was like, this is a travesty. <laughs> I don't believe they were they were even taken into court for this. Right. How much did the person win? It was like thirty. Was it? Was it so something? I crazy know what they what they. It was like thirty. I don't think they gave in the the, 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 the number what they were going to be awarded yet. Yeah, it was. But it was ridiculous. Because that's like like I said, that's like one day I decided to write a short story about a boy and his dog walking to California. And somebody else And somebody's like, oh, I wrote that first. Mm -hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? That's such a generic thing. <laughs> like, and you're talking about music. I'm talking, you're talking about synths. There's only so many ways you can like alter a synth or a hi-hat, you know? There's only certain ways you can. Well, there's, there's a theory that there's like, I think there's only like a certain amount of notes. Mm. And that's why you have um, in popular music, you know, yeah. everybody, you know, recreating those same fucking notes. Yeah. 
Because to me, the only way, only reason you should be sued is if you clearly sampled that record without permission of, without getting the publishing rights or and, and paying the money to who was supposed to be paid. Yeah, but you can also, you know, deliberately go in and, and copy somebody's, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. composition. Mm -hmm. you, could, you could do that too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In yeah. that case, you didn't pay up, but don't have my shit sound like and your shit sound like eh, and you're like oh well the same thing you listen to that damn song like I, said, I heard it I was like excuse me I, I, I don't I hear a couple opening notes that are slowed down in one thing and and sped up in another one that had the same kind of uh, uh, notes uh, arrangements not even right. notes mm. you know what I mean mm. do you think uh you think at the end of the day, like it could have just been like the jury, just like yo, we can't fucking tell. <laughs> no, no, because I, I do think like if I'm because if I'm sitting on that jury and I'm hearing that shit, and it's like you talking about like we because you can't have a hung jury, you can't have some people saying yes and other people saying no. Mm. Sitting there and like we're all just talking to sound like yo, all that shit sound the same to me. Look, <laughs> Katy Perry, Capitol Records, they got the fucking money. Make a pick. What is it? Make a pick. What is it? A parking ticket to them? Man, give it to them. Make a pick. I think that's what I feel like. That's probably what the jury deliberation could have been. Nah, fuck it, let them pay. Yeah, possible. But Definitely yeah, I, possible. I, I agree with everything you were saying. Yeah. Oh, looking up the the little Nas X, it looks like they sampled Nine Inch Nails. That was the that was the record that I'm that I'm getting from it. So how does uh, I don't know how Bobby, Bobby heard something. Uh, is Bobby Bobby's still alive? Yeah, he don't sign him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, cause no, cause you got the you got the Marvin Gaye thing that trying to sue everybody for everything. Yeah, they recently sued somebody, somebody else. Somebody, sorry, somebody, somebody else. else. Who? You can't sing. You can't sing in a falsetto voice without them trying to uh, sue you. Hey, right, my daddy did that. Hold on now. We need you can't money. be born in Washington. Oh, you're a musician from Washington, D.C.? Huh? <laughs> Marvin did it first. <laughs> hey, yo. We need <laughs> Everybody's becoming bullied at this point. Everybody's becoming 50 Cent. Um, speaking of 50 Cent, Rick Ross dropped an album. Well, is getting ready to drop his uh, Port of Miami 2 album. I think he just dropped a memoir, too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He, I think he did, not too long ago. Uh, he's got the, he's got the whatchamacallit, the, the oil... To make oh yeah, the, the beard oil, the hair oil. What's it called? The the hair oil we was making fun of. We talked about it in one of the freshest news actually. Cause R. Kelly was wearing it too, and we're just like, Why oh the, oh, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, the whatever. Uh, Rick anyway, Ross got it. Yeah, huh? it was Rick Ross. It was, like, but just for his not now for his his for his uh, book cover. The luxury beard. Yeah, the luxury beard oil. Ben was rich it? by Rick Ross. What's that stuff called? Ben Gay or not Ben Gay? It's the I anyway, you got the classic Pomeranian. That's besides the point. Um, I guess they were asking him in an interview if like he would ever work with Fifty Cent or anything. I don't want people ask stupid ass questions. And he's and just like, oh, you know what? You're stupid if you even, yo. You, he shouldn't even answer it. Yeah, like, no. Nah, what do you? I'm like, what do you think? Yeah, dude. What do we? What are we going here for? But I don't know. He <laughs> Rick Ross, like, I guess took the bait and was like, oh, Fifty got Fifty Cent's not that yeah, dude took no the more. Bait. And then 50 Cent, and then they asked him, 50 Cent about it on Complex, and he was like, nah, I don't know. He's like, I don't care about Rick Ross's impact on the music culture. I don't think he has any. I'll never work well, with him. Well, what else would you expect 50 to say? Yeah. You know, but, but, you're talking about two people who clearly don't care for one another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think the problem is, like you said, he took the bait. Yeah. You know? It's just like, yo, yo. Don't ask me that dumb shit. You gotta, he, he, will, he does have a, a hot record on there uh, with Swiss Beats. Well, Swiss Beats is on the record, but it was produced by Just Blaze, and you know Just Blaze being like one of my favorite producers, like it just, it's just like it's just so easy, it or it looks so easy. It's just like Just Blaze that beat, and then all Rick Ross got it. Rick Ross can get on there and say anything, and that because the track is just hot. So I forgot I forgot what, what it was called, but like it, it's the it's the first record off of it that like has really caught my attention because he's dropped a couple singles so far that I didn't really care for. Mm. But like, he, he brought out the, he was like, all right, you know what? It's time for you to get the real reception out of y'all. Where's the Just Blaze track? And just and him and Just killed it. And then Swiss is just doing uh, ad-libs on it. But it's a dope, it's a dope track. So it's Just Blaze produced it, but Swiss, Swiss Beats is on it. He's featured on it. Featured on it. Yeah. He's, just, he's doing his ad-libs and stuff and Ross is rapping. Speaking of Swiss, I, I heard, uh, I guess the new track he did for Snoop, that shit's banging. I mean, he, he gave him like the old West Coast feel. Mm. You know, you know. Oh, I think I heard a snippet of it. I didn't listen to it. It was banging. Mm. Banging. But yeah, uh, we haven't had a Rick Ross album in a, in a while. I mean, he was sitting or on big, that. Or a big, money. A, big, a big Rick Ross album, because I think he had dropped one 
like uh, last year or a year prior to that, and it didn't really like sell that much. And then he had the one before that that was really big. But yeah. I mean, he's been selling, you know, folks on them wing stops and them checkers. Like, How many wing stops does he have? He got a plot. He got a whole. Let me get the exact number for you guys. Like, he got a, a couple. All right. Well, you look that up. Uh, another really good album I listened to, uh, YBN Cordae's album, uh, The Lost Boy, which dropped on the same day as Chance's album. That is a very, very good album. Uh, like, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. YBN's one of those kids. Like, he's in a group, the YBN. It's him, Almighty J, and. 25 ring, ring stops. Oh. Unfortunately, I don't know him that well. Oh, okay. Well, YBN, like, he's really, like, he's really, like, he's really dope. Um, if you watch, go on YouTube, like, look up his, um, his freestyles. Like, he grips it anytime. He's, he just, he just did flex. I think he was just on, I think, was he on Sway? I don't know. But he was on, he was on flex and he just, like, tore it down. Like, he rapped over, like, four beats. The kid, the kid can really rap. And on his, okay, al- okay. And his, his album, his well, album. His album is really solid. Well, that's something to be said. Yeah, you know, he also talking about somebody who could really rap. Yeah, and he's he's like twenty one. He's a young kid. He's like twenty one years old. Mm. Uh, he was just on. Um, he was on the Breakfast Club. He's really into, like he's really intelligent too. Like he's really like setting himself apart. Because to me, he's kind of like. It, it sounds like he's coming up under like J Cole's wing. Like the same. Like he, he has a similar style to J Cole, where he like a lot of his music is sub- substantive and also jazzy and soulful. He he really and he also like kind of also shares like a Chicago sound too because when I was hearing his album it sounds Where's like he from? he's from Maryland and then I, like he moved he said he moved around a lot so he's actually from the South but then he ended up moving to California too but he to to me when I heard his album it feels very like Chicago like early Kanye West common soulful soul inspired like a bit like a little like hints of jazzy in there and it's good like. And he raps about like real stuff. Like he's not just rapping about like the usual bullshit. Like he's talking about his family. He's talking about you know like um, where, where he's striving to be in the game and stuff like that. And it, it's a really it's a really solid first because pro- this is his first like it's his debut project. Mm. And it's and it's forty five it's forty five minutes. Uh, it's I think fifteen tracks. Like it's a quick listen. You can get like you get in and out of it quickly. He's got good features on there. He's got he's he has a track with Anderson Pack, which is amazing that J Cole produced. He's got um, tracks with uh, Ty Dolla Sign and um, Meek Mill and Pusha T on there, which is re- it's really good. Like I've listened to it. Like I just actually got out the car listening to it, and I was like, you know, one of the things that I uh, kind of grasp, which is a breath of fresh air for me when I'm listening to like some of the you know music coming out from some of these guys today, is the fact that some of these uh, records don't feel like you know they don't feel like they're in a, from a template. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. You can tell that with this album, definitely, you can tell that these weren't just tracks that someone gave him that he just rapped over. Mm. Like, he like it, it was clear that he picked out these these instrumentals that he crafted, that he wrote, like, he actually wrote lyrics and he wrote hooks to them and, and it all flows, too. And he went, he went trying to make a cohesive sound. And, 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 and saying that, that's the point that I'm making that I think, uh, you know, we went through a period where, you know, uh, a lot of hip hop, you know, was felt, you know, it came from a template. You know, people would, you know, would give you a track. It's already got a hook. You know, yeah. it's got this, such and such. You just come in and throw a freaking microwave verse on it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus like the way music used to be made. You know, music used to be made where people would come together and and they jam. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you had all kind of stuff that would take place, you mm. know, uh, in a session, you know, and it didn't all feel like, all right, da, 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 you know, so stringent on verse, this, 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 you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. would just like take you from one place here and all of a sudden it introduced you to something else. Right. You know what I mean? It felt natural like that. It felt like a collaborative effort. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think, that's the point I'm making is coming back to that. Yeah. Listening to Cause even Because like, cause like, that's a breath of fresh air for me. Right. Because even him, like him, and then like, you have like Anderson Pack that like jams out with his own band, and then you talk about like, and you still like have J. Cole and, and, and Kendrick around that still, like that still continue to make that type of music as well. Mm-hmm. Which is why like, I don't get why people were like, complain about like, oh, hip hop is, is this now and all this. It's like, no, it's not. That's, that might be what you hear on the radio, but if you don't want to listen, there's tons of other music out there for you. Mm. It's all on your like it's all on your phone now. You know you don't have to walk into the record store and just like only see 
I don't know, fucking what you can see. Well, yeah, what you can see. Uh, no, if you if you want that, if you want if you want to listen to trap shit and shit that goes hard and just like bangers and, and non substantive music, go ahead. There's there's playlists dedicated to it. If you want to listen to so, uh, soulful stuff, you got that. If you want to listen to stuff. You know what? It's probably the best period in time to consume music. It's absolutely the best time. You You can listen to whatever you want. There's nothing stopping you. Because let's face it, if it sat in a bin before, you know... Or if you didn't feel like walking around with 37 million CDs... Well, you couldn't. Either way, if if it sat in some some bin at a store, right? Let's say you went to Tower Records. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was but so much you were going to go through in those bins. You're going to flip through and say, oh, this catches my, my... Peaks my interest. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm got. I gotta pull it out physically and just maybe catch some snippets of it and then decide if I'm gonna buy it. Right. You know, if if, if there was a turntable there or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But in terms of now, you know, you can actually sit back and like, ah, whatever, at my leisure. You know, I'm taking this train ride. This this days, uh, where I don't listen to rap music because I have that freedom now. Like I just. Maybe if back in the day it was like, oh, I was like, oh, I gotta go to the record store, I gotta buy some new R&B albums. And no, that was the only way you you were consume it. Yeah, it was like, nah. If there's a day where I just don't feel like listening to rap music, I can go and listen to R&B and, and soul or, or jazz or whatever, uh, which is I think which I think is lovely. That which is why I don't really complain about when all these like new guys come out and just like people will, like get upset or compare like J Cole to like Blueface, and it's like you know, like. No, but like, oh, but this is what real hip hop music is versus like you don't even got to do all that because you don't you don't have to listen to him. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you don't even have to turn on your radio anymore. Like that's a great luxury that we all have. For ten dollars a month, you never have to turn on the radio. Yeah, you really don't. For, for get Apple Music, get Title, and you never have to turn on the radio. You never have to listen to something you don't want to listen to, unless you're in a friend's car and they're just bumping something out there aux that you don't agree with. That's it. I like I like radio. Radio lets me know what's still what's popular. What's the popular? I think, and I think that I think I think that's radio's sole. Like I think that's radio's sole purpose is to let people like just to tell like because I think you have casual. You still have a lot of casual music listeners that just want to like listen. Like they don't want to think too much into it, and it's just like oh, let me just turn on the radio. I'm in the car with. My, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. You're in the car. I'm in the car with my with my family or with, with other people, and I don't want to like have to search through and like. Uh, find something that I like, but they all like. Now nah, let me just put on High ninety seven, or let me just put on Power one hundred five, and they'll, whatever they play, they'll play. You can't, you can't really complain. It's radio. Yeah, it's radio. Yeah, but it's not me. It's what they playing on the radio. Yeah, he's like, it's not my. Yo, turn this shit off. What do you mean? Tell Flex turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to uh, to being, you know, selective. Yeah, you know, uh, like also, why do people listen to when when? Why do people listen? To like shit that they don't agree with, like give uh, me an example. I think because uh, I guess Blueface recorded himself and was like, "Yo, I'm the best lyricist." And pe- and like he goes up to high, not how he goes up to Power 105 and Charlamagne's like, "Oh, why you why you say that? Like you like you know and like you're being forced to like why is that even a conversation? Like does it matter? It's a conversation because." Uh, controversial for and you know get people to talk if you're a uh, breakfast club That's so yeah you're gonna bring it up oh god you know what I mean yeah I get it it's just like the second I watched that you know what I did the second I saw him like post I just found yeah, yeah. I was like oh, okay yeah I do the same thing oh, okay yeah I come across certain posts I'm like alright alright nah, yeah nah, nah, you know. there, was, there was like in the same thing like when I watch like certain YouTube videos I watched the first 50, there's like someone there's some guy on, on YouTube or whatever he makes videos like why did he slap Drake why Tupac I'm like oh okay yeah <laughs> and there's some fucking uh some guy off out in fucking Europe. Oh, I think I'm talking about Trap Lord. Yeah, yeah I, I saw. It, I'm I watched, like, what? Is, what do you know about anything? I watched. I watched two of his videos and I said, yeah, okay. What's his name? Trap Lord. Yeah, I was like, Trap Lord. This guy is like some like some French guy, mm-hmm. uh, some white French dude that's probably listening to like one Biggie record. And I feel like he understands the culture. Yeah, I was like, okay. No, you and he got videos like every single day. That's all about hip hop, all about hood stuff. It's just like, wh- bruh, like who do you know that even like remotely close to any of this stuff? 
And I was like, oh my God. Is, 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 well, I question, is, is he drawing an audience? Yes, he is. Oh, he's drawing, yeah. That's, yeah. How, he, that's how he showed up. I didn't, I didn't look yeah. him up. He showed there up on go. my feed. There Same. you go. Yeah, he just showed up. There you go. And the algorithm, of course, YouTube algorithm, anytime, you know, people start to get any type of following, they're like, oh, you like hip-hop? Here's this guy. He's getting a lot of views now by his hip-hop videos. I couldn't believe it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. But like, because what I mean is, in saying that is, you'll have people that'll watch that stuff and get so fired up and angry and just start typing in the comments and going crazy and the next thing you know they get caught up and arguing with someone that agrees with the guy up there and then you get into these big I don't know if you you go through YouTube comments like that's a whole thing and you get caught in a black hole yeah. I don't fuck around with that you'll get caught you, you'll get caught up in a black hole like not not even like commenting just like reading them and seeing like oh shit where the, the plot gets thicker like <laughs> it's more entertaining like it's more entertaining than it can be more entertaining than watching TV now like seeing, what, reading, uh, seeing, seeing the way people get caught up in comments and get in the strip full on especially social media fan base, especially people fan bases like somebody like yeah. a Beehive or any one of those things yeah, it, like it, it's not like the old days man like it's crazy because the way you have fandom has changed it like, has to be for your, it's your, your generation bro, it's, oh, it's, bro, it's so crazy because I remember back in the day when the fan club was just you know you get some memorabilia some merchandise in the mail maybe an autographed picture you, you know you make now, five dollars you get a t-shirt right now <laughs> it's like people have taken their fandom to a whole nother level where it's like it's not to me I, I'm sorry like I hate the it's not it's not like that's not fandom that's obsession like that's that's fanaticism taken to a all new level you know like i'm talking about now you got people that threaten people's lives try to like <laughs> break people oh you stupid ugly no ass. like people just like insulting people and, and, and talking about their kids and all that other shit because i don't believe that Blueface is the best lyricist Oh, what do you who you know about music? You probably listen to that boring J. Cole shit. That's like what? And people sit there all day and, and I'm like People don't have lives. Let me let's get rid of that. I'm just not gonna participate. The second I just see something I don't like, I'm just gonna turn it turn it off. So maybe they should, should turn off the fucking comments. <sighs> they and what you do, what you have is like some people will like when they post a video or something, they keep the comments deactivated. They'll deactivate the comments. Look, I, I've said it a million times. If I was like a, a super villain, and like if I had the money and that power influence, like to be like a Lex Luthor, and like someone had to stop me, my biggest like my evil plan, I would shut off social media. <laughs> I would like that's my like that's my evil plan that the heroes have to stop me. Stop I, social media. I, I create a virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I create a it virus has, that it destroys. It has become some villainous shit these yeah. days. It has. I I, I create I create a virus that would destroy social media or at least shut it down for like a year. I would, you and know, see and see and just to see like if society flourishes, and I think that's a, I think that's a good I think that would make me like Killmonger. I feel like see? or Magneto. I feel like yeah, I'm the villain of the story, but there would be people that'd be like, yo, I can kind of side with this guy. Like, I, see what, I see where he's going. Yeah, I remember the time when Fifty took credit for bringing up World Star when World Star went down for a little bit. Remember? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And you know, it was almost like he was like, ha 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 ha, no one can stop me now. And it was just like, it's, it's World Star. But then you saw like the people leaving comments, like, oh my god, why are you doing this, fifth? Please bring it back. And, like, oh, but like, you should see how people reacted when, because I think Instagram, Instagram had some problems mm -hmm. uh, very recently, and then before that, I think it was a couple, well, uh, um, a couple weeks back or whatever where Instagram just wasn't working the right way. Mm. People, oh, I remember that day. People freak out. People lose their minds. Like, oh my God. I what? didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, people, yeah. people are scared. Out. And I'm not, and let me, I'm not talking about the people that rely on that to make their living. I get it. If one day I walked into work and they were like, yo, when we go home, we can't use you, I'd freak out. I'm talking about regular everyday people that just use Instagram to post pictures of their dogs and families and let everyone know that they're not as depressed as they really are. Are like freaking out because they're like oh, they can't post because they can't post, and then the same thing was like people were freaking out when Instagram was like, oh, we might get rid of the likes thing where people can't see your likes and people like lose their minds. I'm like, come on, like what kind of shit are you really caught up on? Yeah, the, 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 this the world we live in. Yeah, we uh, we're about to go into uh, weekly predictions. Yeah, but that's the world we live in. And everybody's so fucking superficial. And, and I and I get it. You know, it has given people an opportunity and a platform to make to make large amounts of money and be make things of themselves where they normally wouldn't have or whatever. Because I'll, I'll never disagree with that part. No, you know what? It I, I think what it is is it, it it gives you know everybody a sense of relevance. Right. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? 
So for, for those who had zero talent, zero anything. This was their shot. Now, now you, you know, you're relevant. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you all, you got, all you got to do is take pictures of yourself all fucking day. Right. <laughs> and people like you. You know, and, and, and put it up there. Mm. So. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a, the dependence part. I have no problem with social media. I have, my problem is the dependence people have on it. But any predictions? Uh, weekly predictions. I believe that Fast and the Furious will be number one, but it will still be hated by the fans. Um, can my prediction be that it will be loved by the fans? Okay. <laughs> my prediction. That it's going to Oh, I know. I have my prediction is I think Drake is going to debut at number one because he released a couple of old songs. Ten year old songs. All right. As usual. I don't have one. <laughs> and this has been the Freshest Podcast. Peace. Later, y'all.